everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show. And, and Tim's making, for the audio people, Tim is making faces at me, and I'm struggling to keep my, my, my mind on the task at hand because of I have his a face. nervous. You know, I, I have a nervous tick, and I would appreciate it if you don't call attention to it. Thank you very much. A little sensitive about it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, your face will be getting way more sensitive if you keep that up. Uh, okay. Because I'll hit it really hard. Then it'll be sensitive. Tim, keep up. So we don't have horror movies on this show, and one of the things we've been doing we, for some reason last October we started like four franchises. Now to be fair, two of them were because they won votes for the month, and then we said, "Oh, we have to do the sequels now." So one of the franchises we've been working through over the past several months is uh, the Howling. We did the first one in October. We did two. We did three. This is going to be the Howling for the original Nightmare, uh, which came out in 1988. Uh, the title makes it sound like it's a prequel. It might be a prequel. It's, I don't know if it matters. If, it, if there's nothing in it that t- connects it to anything, so who knows? Uh, so that, that we're going to talk about Helling Four. We'll start spoiler free. If you do happen to care about spoilers for the Helling Four, we'll give you a warning somewhere in the middle before we go into spoilers, and that's what we're going to do. So uh, sounds good. Yeah, great. <laughs> Great. Uh, a little different than what we usually do, but I'm, I'm game. <laughs> Let's see, that's a joke that if this is your first episode, if for some reason Helling Four is the one that you you found us with, you're like, oh no, I found these two idiots on on the internet who talk about oh, horror movies. There's a lot of hell heads are going to come out <laughs> for this episode, but not not for one, two, or three. For for no. for, for four. <laughs> No, a true hellhead start. They don't care. They four. don't care about uh, Christopher Lee. <laughs> no. They don't care about the marsupials. <laughs> but they care about Helling Four, the original nightmare. Yeah. All right. Just checking. Just just making sure we're clear on this. So, what is the Helling Four? Uh, I, I I can uh, I can help you out with this. I actually have like a pretty I think a perfect oh. <laughs> plot summary. Go on. All right. So starts with this author. She moves into a cabin in the middle of the woods. Mm-hmm. And then 80 minutes later, the director remembered that it's supposed to be a werewolf movie. And that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that doesn't um, uh, suggest what Tim's feelings on this might be, Tim, uh, did you yeah. enjoy Helling for the original nightmare? Uh, you know it's a it's a shame because obviously yeah i didn't like it um and it was just really really boring and the thing that sucks is like there's no potential for a good movie here however there were like little glimpses of stuff that was so bad that i kind of thought all right this might be a little fun like yeah that's the thing watching this movie and thinking about two and two and three are bad movies but two and three Hard, silly, bad. There's, there's some things yeah. in two and three you can laugh at. The whole marsupials yeah. concept you can laugh <laughs> at. Red Brown and yeah. Howling Two. That song that keeps playing. Christopher Lee. The fact that they're they're basically treating them like vampires. There's so much in that, that to talk about. This one it is an odd rehash of the first movie with so, oh the woman's stress. She has to go to a cabin uh, to get away. It turns out the entire town's full of werewolves. This is a movie. <laughs> but. Yeah, you don't really actually. Uh, I mean, m- very minor spoiler alert, I guess. Oh, uh, oh early but, time, come on. <laughs> it's a very, very minor one, but really, you don't see any werewolves until 
what last 15 minutes maybe that's been generous 10 <laughs> and it's like it's almost as if like they they thought you know the movie is called the howling we don't have to actually have werewolves we can just have howling because you hear howling throughout the whole movie there's a lot more howling <laughs> this is definitely a lot more howling uh, than any of the previous films in the franchise i have to give it credit where credit is due it, it's so weird that they insist on making this a franchise, but it feels like every movie just hates werewolves. Like, <laughs> the second movie was, like, practically vampires. Like, it was much more vampire mm-hmm. than it was werewolf. The third movie was marsupials, which, you know, I hate to bring it to you, people, but marsupials are not wolves. <laughs> <gasps> what? Tim? What? <laughs> And then, like, this movie, uh, you get more ghost nuns than you do actual werewolves, which I love I love me some ghost nuns, don't get me wrong, but, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of here for the wolves, you know? <sighs> I mean, honestly, as soon as the movie started, it's a very, very incomprehensible beginning because we have this scene that turns out to be a nightmare sequence, but the way it's shot and edited... The original nightmare. The original, it's the original yeah. nightmare. <laughs> And she wakes up, and I'm like, is she in a mental hospital? She's not in a mental hospital, she's just at a hospital. And it's like, oh, you should take her away somewhere peaceful and quiet so she can get over this. And I'm like, this is the first movie again, because, you know, except in the first movie, we had Dee Wallace go through this ordeal of encountering this serial yeah. killer to give her the stress that required the, the getaway, the, the retreat for relaxation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I didn't get, like, they're acting like, you know, something's wrong, like, she really, you know, needs to get away, but it's like, Why? Like what we know absolutely nothing about this person. I think like halfway through the movie, it dawned on me that she's like a famous author. Like at some point, you know, people just start like going like, "Hey, you're that famous author, huh?" I was like, "Oh, I guess she is." Yeah, uh, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 it's baffling to me. And the first thing that really struck out to me was how bad the the acting was and how bad the. Oh. The dubbing even was on top of that. It was like it was I, bad dialogue with bad dubbing from bad performances. It was really. It was, it was a whole shebang. I wasn't sure if this was a foreign film because it's like every voice is dubbed over. I, I didn't understand. I was like, oh, wait, did they like film this somewhere else? That- it, it honestly, I mean, actually, the shooting location was uh, South Africa, I believe. But it's, it's a U.S. Okay. movie. It's a U.S. funded movie with, you know, so I don't know if they used like South African actors and then mm-hmm. dubbed them with American accents. I'm not sure what they're going with here. Maybe. But here's the thing right mm. i see how bad the acting is there's a couple of really cheesy lines of dialogue early <laughs> on i'm thinking oh maybe we'll get some of the you know the room like qualities or this maybe yeah. and there's one or two really stupid lines here or there so at mm. one point you know the because she goes to the retreat with her husband and her husband they've had a dinner and he's horny and wants to have sex he's like you coming <laughs> up and she says oh i think i'll finish the dishes first and then he hits back with Oh, now I see why paper plates were invented, and then walks oh, yeah. up the stairs. And I'm like, if there was more of that, yeah. I might have had more fun with this as a bad, silly movie. Instead, exactly. it is tediously boring. <sighs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm uh, on the same exact page. Like, uh, the, it, it kind of sets you up for, and like, and, and there's like this really like kind of like funky 80s uh song in the beginning that mm-hmm. you're like all right like this might be kind of stupid fun uh but yeah real quickly it gets super boring and it's just hitting beats on the first movie but it's also again like you said it's weird it's not i'm not sure if it's supposed to be a remake or 
what? Uh, yeah, because right down to the fact that the husband is kind of seduced by the, the sexy yeah. woman who happens to be a werewolf. Well, that's the exact yeah. same plot beat out of the first movie. Yeah. It's here <laughs> exactly. again. And like, also, I keep trying to think, um, it, okay, so if it's not a remake, like, if it is in line with, you know, the other three movies, that would also mean that there's been not one, but two filmed instances of, like, famous people turning into werewolves so so i kept trying to think like okay so does this exist in a world where people just know werewolves exist because that has happened twice on tv i don't think in so in front of I, large audiences look, in the second movie they claim it is in continuity with the first one because it's meant to be the you know uh, her brother from the, you know the woman from the first movie it's her brother that's in the second movie yeah but his the third movie seems to have nothing to do it's like it's, it's the fresh start yeah and then this one <laughs> i mean technically Tim, if this is a prequel then it would be before all these these on-camera werewolf appearances okay <laughs> so they've kind of got you there all right <laughs> right they kind of do and yeah. then we have one of the most obviously and like bizarrely written love triangles in the history of cinema <laughs> uh where so she's got her husband and then you've got the, the, the our, our agent i think it is who drives her up there and he's dropping lanes as they're driving up he's like hey so uh what's happening once you get up there and he's like oh well my husband's going to have to drive back to la every couple of days for his job he's trying to get this new job he's like well do you want some company while he's gone <laughs> it's like ah oh, don't be silly you'll make me right all the time and i'm like yeah that like yeah, that was not that was not like no that, 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 was, that was just full on let's have sex when your husband's not there and then when they arrive at the cabin right the husband's already there he's like oh hey what, what's what the names let me get the names here uh yeah, so, so these are Richard and Tom. Which one's which? I can't remember. Uh, but <laughs> and they're so, so distinctive. These distinctive Such like, characters. Uh, distinct characters. And he's like, it's, it's, but as soon as they arrive, he's looking at the, the, the agent and the husband's like, oh, hey, you're here. What a nice <laughs> surprise. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'll have to get going now. I won't, I won't have a drink. And he's like, yeah, that's too bad. You'll have to get going. And the wife's like, oh, no, he can stay the night, sure, right? There's plenty of room here. And, you know, you, you, you can drive back in the morning. He's like, no, but he has to go, don't you? You must be get, get going. And I'm like, like, this isn't even, like, subtext. This, is, this, is, this isn't even, like, like tension with it that you could cut with a knife. This is just flat out. They're staring at each other hatefully, like <laughs> saying things like, "No, you must get going." Like, cl- <laughs> like clearly wanting to kill each other over over this woman, and she's just like oblivious, like, "Oh, but you must stay." Like, why not? Which, like, and, and you could have done something with that, with like having like maybe you have the husband be very like meek and the agent very like you know alpha male, but then like you know the husband turns into a like starts turning into a werewolf and gets like much more protective and jealous and dominant and stuff like you, you could have done something like that but no just like from the beginning it's just both like alpha male like pro- you oh, know yeah, fight yeah. over a woman go also oh, phil spoilers from this point on just so i can talk freely oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so phil spoilers <laughs> uh but that's the thing he, he does get turned into a werewolf but it's not until the last like 10 minutes so even yeah. that doesn't <laughs> work because he's he's still just him for like the majority of the movie uh <laughs> And there's no like as this movie goes in a circle. This is this is this is the the formula to this movie. They're up at night or they're sleeping at night, and there's some howling outside. The wife gets scared, says that there's something outside hunting her. She sees it in her dreams. He's like, "Don't be silly. You're here to relax. Stop thinking about this nonsense." And then it keeps happening, 
And then eventually they introduced this other character, this Janice, who's was like also a nun and she was with the nun that we saw in the nightmare at the start of the movie that nun that was in the nightmare she came to this town years ago uh, was found wandering uh, delirious and eventually just died uh, after they found her uh, and it's something to do with the wolves and the, the, the big bell in town and yep. stuff something <laughs> Evil, Satan, they're demons. That's the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the one difference in this, is that the werewolves are actually something to do with demons and Satan. Yeah. So that, that's your which one difference. Kinda, which, alright, so I, I do kind of like when they mix up, like, the, like, the, they have, like, different, you know, paranormal elements. So I do like the fact that, uh, you know, it's not just werewolves. You're also getting like kind of like these weird like ghost nun stuff, and then yeah, there ends up being some occult Satan stuff. Like I do like that, but again, it's just like handled so poorly in this movie. Like it doesn't really feel like there's ever like much cohesion between like the different like little plot lines or anything. Mm. It's just kind of like oh, uh, okay, so just, I guess just now a, we're doing a ghost thing. and Yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically the movie is like Janice and uh, the main character, uh, Marie, they, they, they're going around town investigating people, all of whom are acting suspicious. Anytime anyone brings up that there might be a wolf or a howling or anything, they're yeah. like, oh no, don't be silly now. And then also we've got the trope of the, the, the town sheriff, who is the most antagonistic piece of shit. Uh, oh am, yeah. Like, he, just, he just stares at us like, what are you doing in my town? Oh, get best be going then. Like just like yeah. never. Like, he's just he's suspicious and antagonistic the entire time. Yeah. Um, and then like, everyone else, like, they, 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 they just like sort of clam up whenever anyone mentions. Oh, there might be wolves, or there might be something dangerous in the woods. Like, oh no, don't be sad. That's just yeah. coyotes. You know? That's just, you know? like, it's the same thing over and over again. And we we go through this this ritual of she gets scared at night. Husband's like, no, shut up, enough of this, woman. And then, oh. Let's then, have sex. Yeah, let's have sex. There's, in fact, there's, there's like three sex scenes that go on for quite a while in this, for some reason. Like, there's, a, they all seem, like, very similar, though. Like, I think it was, like, the second one. I was like, is this just the first scene, like, sex scene again? It kind of feels like, like it. I, I don't, like, I don't know. It, it really feels like they got the rights to the name, right? To yeah. the howling. You just picture like some excited intern just like running yeah. into the movie offices. We got it. We got howling, and people are just like, "What?" <laughs> that marsupial movie. They threw maybe like a couple thousand dollars at it, and yeah. this is them stretching the budget because there's hard. Like you say, you see nothing. Like even no. when there is something where you're supposed to see something, like it cuts away so quickly that you physically can't take any of any of it in. Yeah, it's not it, until it, the last like ten minutes where it finally does some stuff, and there is one moment I actually quite like towards the end. Uh, it's the doctor I, character who like his face has already like sort of gotten big like the wolf, but he still got his skin over yeah. it, and he actually rips it away. I actually kind of like that as a visual. I, that was kind of creepy. I, I would say like the whole last ten minutes or whatever, like it's it's pretty batshit crazy, but I kind of liked it. Um, like there was some like cool special effects and like some i guess kind of cool like occult imagery it stuff felt, but it felt too quick to me though because it just sort of quickly wraps oh, up yeah. re- really really hastily like there's, there's well, no it, suspense or build up to things it's just and also oh, sure. apparently in this movie now the werewolves like when you transform you completely melt like don't your skeleton yeah. and then melt into a pool yeah, like, and the then f- and then the wolf <laughs> rises up out of the pool of gunk that was your body you know uh, the, what the, i feel like <laughs> 
the the last this last like 10 minutes or whatever it feels like it could have been a really kick-ass start of a new movie like if this was like the <laughs> first 10 minutes of like a movie i'd be like holy shit like buckle up what is going on um but instead, with this, it's just like, wait, what? And then credits. You're like, oh. Because okay. here's the thing: you you get to about the seventy minute mark, right? And that's when the husband goes with the the you know the, the sexy werewolf lady and has sex in the woods and gets bit. And I'm like, okay, now the movie's going to gear up. The final twenty minutes are going to get going. And then he comes back, and then it turns into no, no, no. Him and the doctor convince her that she's imagined that he was attacked, and he just <laughs> fell down the stairs. And we're back to people not believing her, and we're going round in circles again. Oh, let's investigate okay. it with Janice a little bit. Let's go back to the house. Let's do it. And then again, it's, it's not until the final ten minutes where he properly turns, and all the townsfolk suddenly turn, and we end up killing all the werewolves in the bell tower by ringing the bell tower, luring them out of the bell tower. Which, by the way, <laughs> there were some shots at the end when they're ringing the bell to like lure them all to the the tower. Mm-hmm. There were shots where it was literally just like a pack of dogs that they filmed right oh, up the yeah. stairs. Yeah. Like there, there weren't like wolves, there weren't special effects. They got actual just dogs with dark yeah. fur to just run up the stairs. That was I the mean, shots. And I'm sure it was a very fun day on set. I mean, all <laughs> the sure. dogs around, you, you can play around and stuff. But yeah, it did not look good. It, it was baffling to me. It was just like, no, you, you're not getting away with this. Like, I don't care how crappy the the image quality of this is because. Yeah. Shock and surprise. No one's really maintained, uh, you know, a, a nice transfer. I mean, at least if there is like a remastered yeah. Blu-ray, we did not come across it when we were looking for it. So yeah, that, uh, I'm trying to think that maybe, if, if anything, there's maybe like a box set or something that maybe has this in, but I I don't think it's Blu-ray, and yeah, it's, yeah. The, the quality's not there. No, it's, 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 it's rough as shit looking. But even through all that, you're not getting away with this. Just having dogs run up the stairs. Yeah. No, 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 no. And then the the thing blows up, and we end with like a wolf jumping out of the fire at her. Again, cut so quickly you can barely see what's happening. It, it just feels stilted and wrong and off, and mm-hmm. it's meant to like harken back to the original nightmare at the start of the film. See what I did there? Uh, where like that's the vision she had. Except it happened so quick in that nightmare that I didn't even like clock what was happening in it at the start of the movie. Yeah. She's so well, in the nightmare. She's like at a, a mall. She sits down for lunch with uh, her agent, and then she just like, looks over and there's like a, there's, like a furnace, and she gets scared, and then she wakes up, and that's like I'm like what what just happened? Yeah. You you conveyed uh, no information to me in in that that that, that section. Uh, of course, that was after she saw like a, the the nun in the elevator at one point, and then the nun disappeared. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. That was that the opening to the movie. Is we had a nun disappear. <laughs> the I mean the the one good thing I'll, I'll say about it is that um, seeing like all the stuff like uh, the nun and you know the the church bell and stuff, uh, it did remind me of a really kick-ass Hellboy story called The Wolves of St. Augustine. Uh, that is just a really, really uh, good comic stuff right there. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Uh, watching this movie, I was like, oh yeah, I should reread that comic book. So just to bring this back around to the acting a little bit, because <laughs> the husband, he's, he's got this kind of... Uh, he's got this sort of the not quite a mullet, but it's kind of Mel Gibson eighties here with sure. you know, the stubble, right? And he, like, I feel like he was the worst of the actors. They're all pretty bad, but he was the worst of them because he would get like angry and he would have these awkward pauses after his lines or before his lines that would make it just feel kind of stilted and 
Well, it, it, I mean, it's so hard to judge the acting when everything is like dubbed. It's that's you true. Know, it's gonna... <laughs> that's true. But, oh, I'm, uh, half, I'm I, half convinced though that half of them are dubbed with a real voice, but they, they just haven't yeah. matched it properly, so it, it looks wrong. Uh, I mean, honestly, like, I can't even... I'm trying to picture in my head, and I honestly, I cannot differentiate the husband from the agent. I think they just blur into, like, one, like, bland-looking uh, well, no, man. I, basically, I could tell them apart, because the husband, like I say, had the, sort of, the longer hair with a stubble, mm-hmm. and then the agent had blonde hair that was short. That, 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 that was yeah. the, the defining factor. Yeah. I mean, the, like, the they definitely look different, but, like, I feel like character-wise, personality-wise, though, they, like they were just like, oh, oh sure, what's yeah. what's different about these two men? And also, it's worth Except mentioning <laughs> the, the the whole love triangle thing never actually amounts to anything. Like, there's no. one scene where the agent's about to like hug her, and it looks like he's about to go in for a kiss from behind, but he, mm-hmm. he never really gets very far. And the husband just like sees this and runs in and punches him, and says, "Ah, you son of a bitch!" And <laughs> that's all it amounts to. And like Marie literally shouts out, "Oh, he didn't mean anything by that. He was literally putting his hands around her waist and getting for a kiss from behind. <laughs> like that—that that was Jesus. what he was doing. Uh, yeah. He didn't mean anything, but that like, she's so oblivious. Like it's actually—it's <laughs> it, got that that trope where all the women characters are just like these, like constantly screaming, can't defend themselves, like yeah. have no agency. Oh, the big muscly man must come save me. It's got all the the usual sexist tropes you expect from your your shitty mm-hmm. low budget horror, but like turned up to eleven. They're all there. Uh- and then even like the you know crazy werewolf lady like you know hopefully you think like hopefully oh right, maybe she can be like really this you know kick ass werewolf lady but yeah all she is really there for is like yeah to be sexy seduce person and yeah then, so, and the sex scene with yeah. her and the husband goes on a long long yeah. time <laughs> like really yep. really long yeah. I mean, I guess they're like, oh, he's got stamina. We have to let the audience know he's got stamina. Although, you know, otherwise they won't buy him as a werewolf threat. That's the important part here. Right? That would be, that would be like super funny if if they like set it up like it's going to be this really intimate love scene and he just like premature ejaculates in like two seconds and just like, like rolls over and falls asleep. (laughs) And she's just like left there like, well, yeah, so, uh, I have to get analytic for this whole werewolf thing yeah. going here, man. Come on. <laughs> so I, I guess I'll still turn him into a werewolf, but <laughs> <laughs> they eat a rabbit uh, at one point. They, they, they do. Her little dog goes missing <laughs> and turns up dead. Oh, yeah, that, that was sad. <laughs> I didn't like that. Um, yeah. That's but it, also, though. it's kind of like, uh, hey, screw you for like, just letting this dog run around like it's a like you're in the middle of the woods like hmm. when it, what do you think was gonna happen also the shot where you actually see the dog when she sees the body of it mm-hmm. um that was one of those shots where it was so quick i actually didn't know what it, she looked at it was it, like it was so <laughs> quick that i didn't register that she was looking at a, a dog that was dead yeah yeah it's uh surprisingly <laughs> this movie did something that wasn't <laughs> Uh, uh, greatly executed. <laughs> yeah, shocking, Tim. Shocking. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that's just there to kill time. Like this other random couple uh, who are like, from a camper, kind of like like the hitchhikers. Yeah, yeah, the hitchhikers. Like the wife is kind of hurt, so they. End well, up, I guess like, they weren't hitchhikers; they were campers. Yeah. yeah. But they, they stop in, and Marie like patches her up, and they, they, they hear some of the stories about the bell in the tower because like, oh, I'm here because of the bell. Like I'm a big history 
aficionado and you know uh, the, the people died and there was a whole thing and I'm like okay thanks for the exposition go off and die like the red shirts you are and sure enough the very <laughs> next scene they get killed but of course you don't see anything you, you see them see looking it. at things you, you don't actually see any wolves attacking <laughs> uh, so. and and you know and to be fair like there's plenty of like interesting compelling uh creepy ways that like other horror directors uh you know have had like death scenes or monsters and stuff where you don't oh, see sure. it but 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 they work they actually... because they have suspense and they have build up to the the, the conclusion exactly yeah i was gonna say like yeah they they're able to like portray suspense and tension and everything this it's just like uh, there's no like artistry to it whatsoever no. Ch- cheesy horror and, uh, movie music couple of cuts mm-hmm. and that's it yeah and uh and again if you did go over the top and made it really zany and crazy you, this could have been like a fun bad movie which you know like the other ones like two and three you know weren't good movies but i would gladly watch those again because they were so batshit crazy that I was like, yeah, this might be fun to watch with a friend. Yeah, or do you something, remember Christopher or... Lee on those funky sunglasses? Yeah. <laughs> or I mean, again, marsupials. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like just there was things to them. Uh, mm. Howling Four has nothing. Has no charm. Mm. Has no likable characters. Uh, mm. Barely has characters. There's like yeah. no wolves for like eighty-two minutes of the ninety-minute runtime. And then when you do get them, like for some reason people melt and then reform as werewolves, and, <laughs> and like it ends really quickly. Like and but most importantly, the first eighty something minutes are just tediously it's boring, so where boring. it goes in circles and there's no energy to any scenes, and it's just like because I mean you give it the benefit of doubt for a, a little bit because you're like okay right, so there was a couple of funny lines of dialogue, now it's kind of boring, mm-hmm. but I'll let it pick back up again. And then you realise you're you're sixty minutes in and it's done nothing in like forty minutes and you're like, Oh my god, what you, do something. Do some do anything. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the worst way, like when you're like starting to get really bored and then you look at like the uh how much time is left and you're know, like, My god, there's still fifty minutes of this. No. <laughs> yeah, no, it really is. It's ninety minutes long, but it feels like nine hundred. Yeah. It really uh, does. Jesus. So I yeah I I have nothing kind to say about this really, one or two yeah. goofy lines of dialogue, but that is like not enough to say. I, I mean I, it's not like they're the the best effects, but I uh, but I did like the special effects at the end, like the guy melting like did look cool and yeah the, sure no okay I'll give you that yeah but again it's so little you know uh, yeah I like that I also I did kind of like like I said the doctor characterhood. Already had the shape of the werewolf head, but his skin was over the top of it, so he was still yeah. talking, and then he ripped it like almost like a Superman sh- shirt rip at the front with the, with the mouth. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it didn't look the best because the, the skin looked really fake, but like it's still, it was a it was an interesting B movie yeah. visual. It was it was like really weird looking at it at first because I kept staring at it and saying like, okay, I I don't is some and it is something wrong with my vision or is that guy. His head looks really big. Like it looks like, <laughs> like do you remember? And like, uh, I feel like a lot of times they'd have this in like uh, Nintendo sixty four or like PlayStation games where you'd have a cheat code. It'd be like big head mode, where just like it would mm. give characters big heads. Yeah, that was a big thing in the nineties. For some reason, that <laughs> completely went away. Uh, yeah. Once we hit the two thousands, which is bizarre because nowadays it's like that'd be like a, a DLC. Pay pay, pay oh, five dollars <laughs> to get the big head mode unlocked. 
Yeah, that, actually, that's really that's that's funny. I never really thought about it, but like DLC is just kind of like cheat codes. Yeah, it's just no, like, they are. Yeah. <laughs> the best example is uh, Metal Gear Solid. Like every Metal Gear like one, two, three, four. When you beat the game, you unlock a tuxedo for the mm-hmm. for, for you know for Snake to play. Like, no, I'm not a fan of this series. I just don't happen to know this, right? Mm-hmm. Metal Gear okay. Solid Five. Got to pay for that five dollar DLC. Get yeah. your tuxedo. Yes. <laughs> Uh, uh, so annoying. Uh, I hate it. <laughs> yeah. On the upside, Tim, at least two countries have now outlawed uh, loot boxes. Oh, cool. So, so That's that good. might that might cause some changes in uh, how they how they operate them. If if it keeps happening, if if more countries keep sort of being like, you know what? No, we're not we're not okay yeah. with this. Mm. Anyway, that was a tangent <laughs> to go down. <laughs> Werewolves, Helling, Helling Four. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, this was a movie, I guess. Barely. <laughs> I don't even know why so, I, I give it that distinction. <laughs> so how, uh, how does this make you feel going forward? Because I feel like we still have eight more Howling movies to go. Uh, that's a good question. Anyway, we got we got Howling 5 Rebirth, obviously mm-hmm. next. Of course, because uh, yeah, we had the the new Fifty Two. Now we're yeah, going into exactly, Rebirth. exactly. That was a comic book joke that no one who doesn't read comics is going to get that. But that's, that's cool. <laughs> then we have Hilling Six: The Freaks. Ooh, and, okay. Interestingly, Rebirth was just one year after this, and then Hilling Six: The Freaks is nineteen ninety one. Jesus. And then what comes after that? Hilling <laughs> uh, Newman Rising from nineteen ninety five, I think, is the seventh. Okay. And then I think I the Howling Reborn is the eighth, which was 2011. Jesus. I know, right? Also, I, okay, I don't, I don't think you can have a mo- one movie called Rebirth and another movie called Reborn. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> that, that's bullshit. Uh, that's um, much. <laughs> I do know that the eighth one. I think that's like a, a Twilight like knockoff. Jeez. But in the Howling. <laughs> Univ- well, I say universe, it's a holy name, I don't know if it's in the universe. I mean, it's hell, like... three and four aren't in the universe, so why, 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 should, why should they be? It's, you know, this is like supposedly a franchise, but it's like, like what as a franchise like binds it together? It's, not, it's, no, like... it's nothing, that's the thing, it's not a franchise, all this is is that someone keeps getting the rights to call their movie the Howling something, yeah. so they keep just doing it. And it, nothing connects it at all, and because um, I, I think there's other franchises that are also guilty of that, but they at least try to make it feel a bit more like okay, there's yeah. no characters from the past movies, but we'll try and make it feel like it's still part of the the how that movie worked, yeah. right? Uh, whereas this, I mean, arguably, I suppose this one's the most sequely, and it is just kind of a, a shitty remake of the first one. <laughs> I, okay, yeah. So, I, I mean, so. this one kind of is. Two and three weren't. Uh, and the Twilight one, I'm sure, won't be. But, I mean, who knows about five rebirth? <laughs> I don't know. Be interesting to find out. Interestingly, the fifth one, a group of strangers vi- an an- visit an ancient Hungarian castle and bring along a werewolf. And they bring along a werewolf? <laughs> they don't encounter a werewolf, they bring along a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting well, twist in this formula all the people in the castle are like normal but yeah like, yeah oh, like, they bring the werewolf to the town <laughs> interesting okay, okay. I, that, that could be interesting that could <laughs> be interesting uh, obviously we'll, we won't be doing that as the next episode but when we get back to the Hilling franchise we've been kind of rotating through all these franchises as we go yeah. 
that that'll be the next one we do is number five. But I guess this has been number four. I don't think I've got a lot more to add about it. It is just complete. Yeah. It's complete garbage. I, it, acting's bad. Horrible dubbing. Rehash plot of the first one is painfully boring. Is the most worrying thing. And then everything that happens in the last ten minutes happens far too quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, very very little, if nothing, to say about it in the, the positive light, which I guess leads to asking Tim what he would rate it out of 10. I, well, yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to go pretty low here because, uh, you know, like usually you try to find like positives in, in a movie. Like even if you don't like something, you can be like, well, this was done well, this was done well, blah, blah, blah. But like just being boring is just like, you know the most like number one sin yes that you uh, can commit and the so cardinal sin you might say yeah yeah so it's like it's hard to find like even if there was something that was done well it, it's hard because everything's so boring it just feels like it just brings everything down and uh so i think i'm gonna have to give it a 2.5 i think the 0.5 being like the Ooh. You know, for a little bit for again that ending sequence, like I like the effects and stuff. I thought looked cool, but again, it's like it, even if it was like you know two point five uh, percent of the movie, I guess uh, it'd be twenty five percent. But like uh, even that little time frame, it doesn't equal that much. But yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going slightly lower. In fact, I'm going with a straight two out of ten. Straight two out of ten. Uh, as often when I give like a two or a three, my argument for giving it a two or three is just basically it's not as bad as like something else that I've given a one. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't yeah. go quite as harsh. And there was like that one funny line. There was like that one decent little effect. And you know, yeah, and it's still for as awful as it is, it still functions structurally as a movie for the most part. Because I I was expecting even more of a train wreck after the first scene. Because the first scene is like absolute garbage in terms of like how it's mm-hmm. constructed and put together and the editing is really bad. After that, mm-hmm. it just kind of gets mundane and bad in a sort of boring way, whereas it wasn't like the outright... Because, and let's be honest, I probably would have enjoyed the insanity more if it was just insane all over the place like yeah. for the rest of it. But it wasn't. Sure. It was It was like, no, here's a rehash of the first movie in the most tedious, <sighs> mind-numbing way possible. <laughs> with mm-hmm. characters you don't give a shit about and you want them all to die. And that's basically it. Yeah. So, Hell, Hell okay. 4, the original nightmare. It's not the original nightmare, but it is a nightmare. So, <laughs> there you go. That's Hell 4. It's been a while since we did, like, a really big piece of shit. <laughs> it has. Admittedly, we kind of dodged a, a weird bullet by not seeing Truth or Dare in the theaters. That said, <laughs> I have promised to the legions of fans that we will do it when it, when it oh, hits yeah. home video. So, yeah. So you can look forward to that in a few months' time. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Any final thoughts, Tim, you might give? I don't know. Um, nope. Okay, that's good. That's good. Uh, we're recording this one uh, a little bit uh, in advance of when it'll go up. Um, mm-hmm. Not like a super amount of time, just like a, a week or so. But uh, the reason I'm saying that is because by the time this goes up, the Patreon vote uh, for for the month of April for the movie we'll do in May will have finished. So there'll be a winner to that. I don't know what it is yet because we're recording this early. Uh, and the new vote. But I know. Of four, no, how? <laughs> how? Um, but the, the new vote of four movies for the month of May for the one we'll do in June will be up by mm-hmm. the time this goes up, I think, if, if my mm-hmm. dates are 
in my head are lining up. <laughs> so uh, go out and check out the new vote for your patron. If you're not a patron, then go check out patreon.com slash TV. You get to vote in the, the, the on a, an episode once per month, and uh, you get to submit movies to The Crypt, which is a user-submitted <laughs> list of movies that every so often we'll pick one from and do, or we'll put four of them in a vote maybe one month for patrons. Uh, so you can check out that stuff. And if you've got any ideas for other bonuses and perks we can do we're, we're willing to consider them and maybe think of them and put them put them in, mm-hmm. in action <laughs> yes Tim Sorry. Uh, I, I was just thinking it's kind of weird that like if you're a felon like you can't vote in like you know uh, political elections but you could vote on our Patreon if you wanted <laughs> Hey, if you pay us, you can vote. <laughs> I, I don't discriminate. Uh, I think to have a Patreon account, you have to be over a certain age. So I guess we're discriminating against children, but that's okay because they're actually awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. <laughs> don't, don't, you don't want a twelve-year-old voting for for what horror movie we talk about? Come on, Ugh. they'll just screw no. things. Just make us watch some like a Logan Paul video or something. Then that's uh, yeah, the that's stupid a, guy. Okay. Yeah, he's he's the one who did the suicide thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, <clears throat> I guess I mean I shouldn't be calling out our competition, but how's your <laughs> Just because he's on YouTube doesn't make him competition. To... Other horror movie shows are competition, <laughs> like a American Horror Story. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Uh sure Tim, American horror story, yes, they're competition. <laughs> oh god. I don't like that show. Okay. <laughs> for the record. The the two episode ones that I've tried from it, season one and uh not six, five. I think it was season one and five. Uh I, I thought were both sucky. And I I watch it but I know it's like trash. <laughs> like it's super trashy, but That's I think cool. in kind of a fun way i think in terms of uh ryan oh what's his name murphy ryan murphy yeah, yeah. Uh, in terms of his trashy shows scream queens is the good one yeah like that's Sc- true i like scream yeah. queens a lot so it's definitely the best uh that's a good witty black comedy with tons of horror movie references mm-hmm. and trappings and cliches in it intentionally mm-hmm. so and Chad Radwell might be the best movie character of, of all time oh <laughs> uh, yeah forget about him yeah actually no i mean all the chanel's are great as well yeah, that's fantastic. I when I it's it was so hard like watching uh, uh, Last Jedi with um, uh, one of the Chanel's in it. Uh, like I couldn't not. Oh yeah, yeah Carrie Fisher's daughter. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I could not see not not see. That, her that's why in Scream Queen she had the earmuffs. It was a there was yeah. a Leia reference. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, no, that's that's oh. true. Yeah, she had more she had more lines in Last Jedi and stuff. So yeah, she was more yeah. prominent, but she wasn't. Force Awakens as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And also, there's a running joke in Scream Queens where Jamie Lee Curtis is in it, right? And anytime mm-hmm. the serial killer tries to attack her, she always survives. Like she all, oh. she all, she always is able to fight back because the joke being she was actually in Halloween and shit. So therefore, she's really uh, good at this. Oh, I didn't realize but, that. That's pretty cool. Speaking of uh, the the buzz from CinemaCon, they got footage of the new mm-hmm. Halloween uh, today <sighs> or yesterday, and the is buzz it- from people who have seen it is quite positive. Yeah, so I think does that mean we're getting a trailer soon? That's what it kind of sounded like. Very po- yeah, I think they showed a trailer or they at least showed a clip at CinemaCon. Uh, mm-hmm. Given it's out in October, I would expect a trailer by like June. Okay, 
Okay. Maybe earlier, but I, I, that's when I'd say we'd definitely have one by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like yeah. Normally, like you know, with horror movies, you don't usually get mm. trailers like super far in advance. But I feel like this is such a big one that's getting a lot of buzz that, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised for an earlier uh, yeah. trailer. Let's it's see. funny actually because me, me and Connor talk about you know we look at trailers uh, on the news show mm-hmm. every week, and I want I often wonder like when we do the horror trailers, like is that something I should just hold back and do on screams? Like at the end of the show, we can just look at the two or three <coughs> horror trailers that were out that week. I don't know. Maybe when it's a big one, sure. When it's a big one, Tim doesn't want to watch the yeah. shit trailers. <laughs> well, I, well, I mean, if it's something that like no one's ever going to watch or that we're not even going to review, that there's no point. But if it's, yeah, I mean, if it's a, we decent... review so much shit, Tim. That is such a weird like <laughs> statement to make. If we're never going to review it, Tim, we review so much crap. I don't even. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't even. Anyway, uh, so. So no, yeah, we've rambled on a little bit extra there at the end about various topics, but uh, that, is, that, that is Screams After Midnight for the week. It was a shorter discussion because Helen Ford didn't really give us a whole lot to actually talk about. Uh, surprise, yeah. surprise. Uh, but we'll be back next week with something. You'll see You'll see what Ooh. it is at the time. Oh, that's a clue. <laughs> it exists. It's a movie that exists. Oh, now it's a movie. So that, that's two clues. Uh, something. I gotcha. We're not doing the thing. Don't don't set them up for that. They're going to actually be looking forward to the thing because that's a big movie. Uh, but that, that that is us. That screams after midnight. So let us know what you thought of the movie if you've if you're fortunate enough to have seen it. Uh, let us know in the comments below what you think. Yeah. Uh, if like, you're a howlhead, <laughs> let your presence be known. If you're a howlhead, yes. Uh, like, subscribe, all the usual stuff. We mentioned Patreon, um, but otherwise that is us. Thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies, and we'll see you next time. And if I could howl, I would totally do it right now.